welcome to the Wild Menopause Podcast, where we explore an empowering reframe on women, menopause, and midlife. I'm Diane Shepard, certified holistic sexuality coach, and I call menopause the passion portal, a sexual and spiritual rebirth into the richest, most creative, and sexiest chapter of a woman's life. If you're entering perimenopause, immersed in menopause, or postmenopausal, and you're ready to rock your third chapter like a queen, this podcast is for you. Are you done with feeling like you're being put out to pasture? I have a hunch that you're just getting started. The best is yet to come. In this show, I offer a body, mind, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on topics like female orgasm, pleasure, sensuality, tantric and Taoist practices, somatic healing, intimacy, and desire-based living. Basically, all the things that support you in manifesting and creating an amazing third chapter of your life. And oh yeah, I'm an astrologer, so you'll see some of that too. I'm so thrilled you're here. Welcome to the show. Just a quick note to set the container. The perspectives I share here in the show are my own and come from my lived experience as a white, cis, heterosexual woman. I do use some binary language and talk about the sacred feminine quite a bit. I fully recognize and honor that what I share here will not resonate with so many wonderful humans. There are many varied experiences of living in a female body. So please, take what serves and leave the rest. Hello there, welcome back to the Wild Menopause Podcast, Diane here. And as always, what an honor, such a privilege to have you here. And how are you? Right, how are you today? Maybe take a moment. Now, if you're driving and your hands are on the wheel, definitely don't do this. You can visualize. But if your hands are free, if you are hands free right now, take one of your hands maybe to your heart. Perhaps take another hand to the lower belly or the womb area, the energy of your womb or your actual womb. And just take a few breaths together. And just feel in on a visceral level, and just when I ask that question, how are you, right, just see what comes up. And just know whatever is there is absolutely 100% welcome. So when I say welcome back, that's what I mean. (laughs) All of you is welcome, no matter what is going on right now. You're really, truly welcome. So, hi. Yeah, so let's, um, today I'm going to go into a topic I'm super passionate about. And if you followed me for a while, you know this, that I'm really passionate about this. It's the jade egg practice. Now those three words together are significant, right? Jade egg practice, because it is a practice. It's not just about the egg. And I'll explain what that is in a moment if you're brand new to what, what I'm talking about here. But, um, It's not about the egg. I mean, the egg is part of it. It's a tool. But the jade egg practice is is like a yoga practice specifically designed for the female body and the female pelvis. And it's one of the most curative and empowering practices on the planet. And um, yeah, so I'm super passionate about it. (laughs) So in this episode, I'll explain a little bit what it is in case you're brand new again to this idea. What the heck is the jade egg practice? We'll talk a little bit about the origin, where it comes from. And I want to talk about safety. Is it safe? Is something that comes up a lot. 
And there is some very sketchy information out there and um, actually really unethical information out there uh, about this, uh, whether the jade egg is safe or not. Really some sketchy stuff went on. You might have heard of it, but I'll talk about that a little bit. And um, we'll talk about the type of jade egg that I recommend using for safety and why. And also um, how you use it is a big part of safety as well. How you use it absolutely matters. And I'll give you some um, ideas of where I'm coming from with that. And we'll talk about, this is a great segue into the jade egg versus the Kegel. That's a question we get a lot. I get a lot. Isn't this just like a Kegel? Absolutely not. And I'll explain why. And why I believe, I'll go into also why I believe that midlife is one of the best times to start a practice. This, this is a great practice at any time of life. You know, ideally a young girl heading into puberty would, would, um, be learning this practice from her mother, her grandmother, um, in, in my perfect world. But I think midlife is such a powerful time to start for many reasons. And we'll talk about that as well. So what exactly is this jade egg thing? You might be wondering <laughs> if you're new to this concept. Um, I'll explain that right now. So with jade egg or the jade egg practice, it's, um, as I said, like a whole yoga system, basically devoted to the female pelvis. And there are many exercises, physical exercises and energetic exercises and even spiritual exercises within this system, right? It's like a yoga system. And the, the tool or the main tool that we use in this yoga system is an egg. It's a gemstone egg, usually a jade egg. So a gemstone carved in the shape of an egg that women can use internally in the vagina to optimize pelvic health and vitality, even on just a physical level, tremendously beneficial. But there's also an incredible energetic component. And again, as I said, a spiritual component as well. So where does this practice originate from? What's the origin? Legend has it that this, this practice and many others came out of a period in Chinese history, ancient Chinese history, um, specifically when the Yellow Emperor was in charge. <laughs> and this specific period of history, it was around the mid 2000s BC, was considered to be somewhat of a Renaissance period. There were incredible developments in agriculture, in medicine, in the textile industry, in the arts, and in the sexual arts. But when I say sexual arts, it's also um, part of the medicine. See, back in the day, and I think this is still true for some practitioners, that um, sexuality was considered to be a really important part of a person's overall health. And we'll talk about that a little later when I talk about um, sexual reflexology. But during this time, uh, the Yellow Emperor reportedly, again, this is legend. This is the, these are, these are the things my teachers taught me. So I'm just relaying that to you that, uh, this Yellow Emperor was very interested in a lot of different things. And really, it sounds like he was very interested in optimizing performance <laughs> on many levels, including, um, in the sexual arena. So there are, there's a whole system of, practices for the male body, for virility, for longevity, vitality, etc. But the jade egg practice came out of the study and practice 
in um, the, the female practices, right? So this was devoted to the female system and how to optimize function, first of all, on the physical level, but also to cultivate um, a deep embodiment and also spiritual enlightenment. So there, were, there, again, there's a lot to it. It's like a yoga practice. But apparently, this yellow emperor had three female advisors. They were um, in his court and considered to be shamans, but also courtesans. And they were considered to be the experts on this sexual medicine. And where they got their information, I'm not really sure. Again, this is a lot of legend. But apparently, there was a tradition of this kind of sh- shamanic tradition that was led by women in ancient China, even before the Yellow Emperor came along. But anyway, he brought these women to the court to teach him and to teach the women of the court these practices so that they, again, could um, biohack in a way <laughs> to maximize their vitality. And very, they were very interested, again, vitality in terms of um anti-aging, really, turning it around, really, again, optimizing vitality. So it's said that, again, this practice came out of that era and was very much a part of uh, that renaissance, but also a deep component of Chinese medicine, which definitely in those days, and again, some practitioners still still approach it this way, that the sexual energy is the foundation of life. It's the foundation of our health, vitality, happiness, creativity, joy, all those things. And uh, it's called Jing. It's a type of chi or energy is called Jing. And so it was a, a practice to cultivate Jing, sexual energy, aka orgasm, right? Orgasm in the more expanded sense of the word. So fast forward, of course, today we have many Chinese medicine practitioners, many Chinese doctors who put a big emphasis on vitality, on longevity. You even hear the word immortality mentioned, which I think is so cool. Um, And there's a rich tradition of herbalism and, of course, acupuncture and the combination of those two and what they can do for us in terms of living a long, vital, healthy life. And um, that's such a refreshing reframe for me coming from the West where allopathic medicine is all the rage. (laughs) I've really started seeking this out when I started going through menopause, just different ways of viewing things. And one thing I found that is in Taoism and traditional Chinese medicine, that menopause is called second spring. It's considered to be a rebirth of a woman's life, a, a rebirth sexually and spiritually. So those two together. Now, again, of course, it depends on the practitioner, how many are tuned into that. I've heard um, a variety of stories of finding the finding the right practitioner, just like anything else is key, but it does exist in the system that um, real positive way of framing menopause and aging and how literally the best can be yet to come. You know, really that can be true if you approach it in the right way. And it has so much to do with cultivating our sexual energy, which is a big part of what the jade egg practice is all about. And this seems like a great time to talk about vaginal reflexology. Now, I'm sure you're aware of reflexology in general, the reflexology zones on our hands and our feet. Maybe you've gotten treatments before in, in that realm of some acupressure and there's different, you know, reflexology practices in, in the, the healing arts, right? 
but we also have reflexology zones in our vagina and they're really important. <laughs> they connect with the organs of the body and they're important for vitality, of course, of really getting optimal function in the various organs of the body, the kidneys, the liver, the lungs, the heart, but also really important for sexual healing. And I'm of the opinion that we all need sexual healing. It's an ongoing process because we all have trauma stored in our vagina. We just do, right? And working with it can bring tremendous healing and vitality. The jade egg practices the most elegant and powerful way that I have found to do exactly that. So these reflexology zones in our vagina, um, you, you can work with them separately and they connect to different organs and different emotional material can get stored there. And the jade egg practice, you know, go, you can use this egg internally, of course, connecting with these zones, massaging these zones. And we also have different ways to move the energy or liberate the energy so you can integrate any stuck stagnant energy there or stuck chi, right? We have the Taoist healing sounds, for example. There are different sounds that you can use to liberate different qualities of emotional energy that might be stuck in different areas. So not to get too geeky on that, but I just wanted to bring that in because it's a really important part of the jade egg practice that often gets missed when you hear about people writing or talking about the jade egg, just like, oh yeah, yoni egg, just pop it in your vagina. (laughs) There's this whole really elegant system and it's, it can really, if you really devote yourself to learning it, it can really bring incredible healing and empowerment. Okay, so let's talk about the safety of the practice. (laughs) Is the jade egg safe? Yes, definitely. But there are some details that I think are really important before you start the practice to really know. The first is the type of egg that you use is really important. And I always insist that my students in the beginning, especially, use 100% genuine nephrite jade for their jade egg practice. Now, this is a type of jade that is super durable. The way it's designed, first of all, it's got a hardness on the most scale of hardness. It's about, um, I think it's about a 6.5 or a 7, which is pretty hard. But even more importantly, it has this, the design of it has these interwoven kind of fiber, fibers that lock together, which create an integrity. So the egg, what I'm trying to say here is the egg will not chip or crack. It's really super durable. And that's important because there are other gemstones that are being sold out there, you know, yoni eggs, and they're not quite as durable and they can have, um, what's called inclusions, which are just imperfections that can harbor bacteria and things like that. So you want to be super careful about anything that you're putting in your vagina. And so nephrite jade will will not give you a problem in that department that will not crack or sometimes those cracks can be minuscule. Now I do use a couple of other gemstones more in ritual sometimes, but uh, that came later in my practice. In the beginning, always important to get nephrite jade. It's really the way to go. And uh, and a drilled egg as well, because when you drill, you need, you need to have a drilled egg so you can do the toning practices. And so you want an egg that can handle or, or withstand, keep its integrity once it's drilled, right? 
nephrite jade checks that box. It's really amazing. Other eggs, not so much. I've had other drilled eggs, different gemstones, and over time they start to chip, which is not a good thing. So nephrite jade will keep the practice safe in that department. Another thing about safety I want to say with that is um, how we use it is really important. And the way I teach the jade egg, there's a lot of emphasis on flow of getting full range of motion in the pelvic floor. And this is, I teach a movement based practice. So we're, we're really uh, working on getting the muscles of the pelvic floor and the vagina to move in the way they're designed to move, naturally designed to move, not going against nature. So this is a very fluid movement, similar to how an octopus moves in the ocean, right? And with that's the kind of movement that you want to bring into your practice. You don't want to get rigid. And I see this online where people say, oh, you just pop the egg in there and then you'll have to like squeeze to keep it in and walk around and, you know, have it inside of you. And that can cause problems. Yeah, definitely. You don't want to be walking around with your egg if you have to squeeze to hold it in. Over time, you build the muscle density, the tissue richness that will naturally hold your egg in when you're walking around. So you never want to have to squeeze and clench to hold your egg in. That's really important. And again, taking it sequentially, going step by step, I walk walk you through it in my program, just how to build that kind of tone in, in the, in the proper way where it's really healthy for you. We don't want to create more tension and how to do that in a way that really creates succulence and dense tissue, which I think most women want. <laughs> and, um, so that's so important too for safety, because if you start clenching on your egg and you already maybe have some pelvic floor issues with over tightness in certain areas that could, you know, cause more harm, we certainly don't want that to happen. Another aspect of safety that I think is really important and doesn't always get talked about is how we work with our sexual energy. What I love about the Taoist tradition and the jade egg practices specifically, they really are about cultivating our sexual energy in a grounded way. And there are a lot of foundational practices. There are ways to prepare yourself to open up these sexual energy channels and to have this energy running in your system in a way that feels supportive. There are practices like breast massage that can really help circulate the energy, the microcosmic orbit, another classic, and also something called the inner smile, which brings a lot of approval and, and positive vibes to the energy. Because what happens a lot, say in the Tantra world, people can have an activation of energy and it can feel overwhelming. And that is a safety concern, in my opinion. So the jade egg practice is a very grounded way to be working with sexual energy and another reason why I love it so much. So isn't the jade egg just like a Kegel? (laughs) No, (laughs) it's absolutely not. I probably touched on this already. I'm sure you have an idea where I'm going with this. It's so, so not that, right? First of all, you'll never hear me use the word squeeze when I teach the jade egg in all eight modules of my jade egg program. I don't see, I don't think I say the word once and that's intentional, right? I'm a big believer in our, um, really reclaiming our natural dynamic pelvic anatomy, which is a fluid power, right? We're not a machine. We're not about clenching and releasing. The muscles of the pelvic floor and the vagina are really designed 
to draw things in and push things out. You can feel that with me, right? And even over a podcast, you can hear it, feel that in your body, right? Drawing in and pushing out. There's a fluidity, again, like an octopus moves in the ocean. <laughs> so, or a jellyfish, whatever you prefer. There's that fluidity that naturally wants to happen. And if we just focus on squeeze, especially in a mechanical, rigid, and overly done way, you actually can do more harm than good over time is my opinion. If you have inherent tightness in your pelvic floor already and you just start kegling, you can really just increase that imbalance and make things worse. So I prefer a much more holistic and fluid approach of really um, toning instead of tightening. You You don't want a tight vagina. You don't. You want a toned and also dexterous. The dexterity piece is huge. Okay, there's a lot I could talk about here, so let me break this down. So when we think about the Kegel, it's usually just focusing on the pelvic floor, right? Squeeze and release, squeeze and release. And I should do a whole podcast just on the Kegel because it's um, there's a history to that and all that. I'm not going to cover that right here. But if you're just squeezing and releasing the pelvic floor, you're missing a whole lot there. So the real... um, the thing to focus on if you really want optimal pelvic function is the vagina, right? It's the, really the, the main player here and everything else will come along for the ride. So if you really get that, uh, reclaim that ability of the vagina to draw something in and push something out again with that dexterity involved as well, your pelvic floor will just be radiantly healthy <laughs> and balanced, you know, toned in a very balanced way. The pelvic floor responds to that movement of the vagina and does have to do um, with the different zones of the vagina as well. So um, it's definitely not just a Kegel. There's a lot here. Focusing on the vagina is key. And again, as we talked earlier, the reflexology zones uh, take it way beyond the Kegel. I like to say move beyond the Kegel. <laughs> it takes it way beyond the Kegel because you're working internally with the vagina, massaging these different zones. And again, accessing areas where you may have stored emotion, stored trauma, where you can effectively release it. The Kegel's not going to get you there. And we also have, of course, breathwork practices and sounding practices to support you in that as well. Very holistic approach. And um, again, so the reflexology is huge, but also the the different zones of female orgasm. And I get it in a clinical setting. It, you can't talk about that, right? You get in trouble, but I can talk about it because I'm a holistic sex coach. So we have these different zones of the vagina that are or the different orgasmic zones of the vagina that once activated in a healthy way, really bring optimal health and vitality and succulence to the whole region, right? So the Kegel can't really do that. (laughs) So here we work with the gateway of the vagina, which has a a lot of healing potential for um, the emotional component as well. There could be a lot of fear stored there. We also work with the G-spot. I like to call it the goddess zone because it's not a spot, it's a whole zone there um, about midway up the vagina or not quite midway, but a little lower than that. And then we have the cervical area, cervical orgasm, full body orgasm has a lot to do with the vagus nerve. Again, these all deserve their own podcast episodes, but the Kegel will not get you there in terms of um, connecting to these different orgasmic zones, awakening and embodying these different areas of your body too. And not just about sex, just about, you know, it's, it's definitely going to improve your sex life, obviously, but feeling good, being able to access these parts of you and activate these feel good chemicals in your body. It's incredible. 
And this is the stuff, right? The, the, the female orgasm, when you start to work with it in a holistic way, it can really turn around any issues you're having with stress, like overproducing stress hormones, for example. Once you start getting connected with your orgasmic anatomy, it automatically reduces things like cortisol, right? And you get more oxytocin flowing in your system. So that's just <laughs> a real basic thing there. So it's so, so beyond the Kegel. So why do I say that midlife, menopause, and even beyond beyond menopause is a really great time to start this practice? Well, lots of the things I talked about already in this episode kind of address that, right? About vitality and how important that is and how our sexual energy can really support our vitality. Great reasons to start. But I wanted to touch on that just a little bit more in terms of when we go through menopause, you see, when we stop ovulating, when we stop menstruating, we get to harness that energy now for us. We're not producing a baby. We're not bleeding it out. That's a lot of chi. (laughs) So now I want people to get really excited about midlife and menopause because now you get to harness that energy and use it in service to your desires to create your life from the inside out to really rebirth your life. And that's something I think that's not talked about in the Western world, maybe at all. (laughs) So it's true. You know, if you work with a jade egg, you can start to really cultivate this energy and harness it and use it again to really support you in creating an amazing third chapter of your life. And not only that, when over time, when you start to really awaken these different zones of orgasm, and learn how to draw the energy up or sublimate it up and even out. There's a deep spiritual component as well. It absolutely strengthens your aura, your radiance. So it's definitely a way to rock your radiance lifelong. And there's probably a lot more I could say on that, but maybe I should wrap it up now because I get really passionate about this. You probably tell. So yes, And I think it's a great practice to do at any time of life, but midlife especially, there's so much potential here for, um, for you to harness, to, to really use this energy. We're taught in the West that that's just gone. That chapter of your life is over and it's over, but another whole chapter is beginning. And that's a big focus of my work. And that's what what really, really, um, turns me on, gets me excited about, um, sharing this stuff with you on this podcast. So thanks again. I'm going to wrap it there and, um, I'll catch you next time. Take care. So if you're feeling inspired to begin your journey with the Jade Egg, I have got a program for you. It's a very robust, designed to be a lifelong support for you, all about the jade egg. I did not hold back. I put everything in there and um, it's a lot. I'll never dumb it down because this practice, again, it's a yoga practice. If that interests you at all, you should definitely check out my program, Jade Rebirth over at shaktikor.com. If you have questions, you want to talk to me personally about that, I will leave a link in the show notes where you can set up a 30 minute chat. We can talk all about the jade egg and and whatever you want to talk about. (laughs) So again, thanks so much for tuning in and take care. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show and you want to learn more, you want to go deeper, you're my kind of woman and I'd love to meet you. I'd love to have you in my community. Head on over to my website, shaktikor.com. 
There you'll find an invitation to join my list and get free instant access to a resource library that I created for you called The Goddess Vault. It's chock full of resources to support you in reclaiming and embodying your sensual sovereignty. You'll find guided meditations, breathwork practices, movement practices, and even a beginner's guide to starting a jade egg practice. It's all on my site waiting for you at ChaktiCore.com. I'll see you there. And if you have a woman or women in your life that you think would benefit from the content I'm sharing here, please share the love, pass it along. Thanks again for listening. I'll catch you next time.